When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Now, the Brexit talks are all but over. Uh, That's uh, the case, it seems, if you believe uh, what Dominic Raab had to say to Sophie Ridge on Sky News yesterday. I think we're into the last a week or so of substantive negotiations. Or so, so it could well, you, you know, the, 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 to, to be honest with you, the EU do shift the goalposts. So, but we're, as we've done right the way through, we're there, our negotiating team, Lord Frost, David Frost, and the team have done a great job, and we're always there with positive ideas and positive energy to see if we can get the deal over the line. Now, the Minister for European Affairs, Meadies TD, Thomas Byrne, joins us. Good morning, Minister, and uh, thank morning, you Michael. for joining us. Uh, do you believe uh, this is uh, the final stages of these negotiations? Well, it has to be, really, because the transition period ends on the 31st of December, so it's over then, uh, and that's it. And they, there can't be any extension at this particular stage that would require a complete renegotiation of what's already happened. Um, so so it is coming to an end. Um, the talks have to be successful this week, in my opinion, um, because, as I said, it has to be done by the end of December. But also, we need those few weeks for all of the EU leaders, if, if they agree to a deal, to agree it, to get a translation into all their languages. Uh, and to have the European Parliament ratified as well. So there's a lot of work to be done if agreement is reached, and that's that's why I think I do agree with Dominic Grab as far as that goes, and that this week is really a critical week, and, and it has to come to a conclusion this week if we're going to have an agreement. Yeah, and what if there isn't an agreement this week? Well, I think uh, that leaves everybody in a very difficult position. I think Brexit is bad news for all of us. Uh, let's be clear, the very fact that Britain has decided to leave the European Union is going to damage this country uh, as well as damage itself. Um, but a no-deal Brexit will add to all of the hassle that's coming with Brexit anyway. Is that the it's consequence, terrible. though, uh, of no agreement to this week? Is it deal or no deal this week, in other words? Well, look, I'm not going to say, yes, it has to be done by Thursday, but I, I've set out to you why I, I think this week is, is an important week, because literally we are running out of time. We're now into December. The thing has to be done by the end of December. Uh, Britain leaves, you know, if the transition period ends at the end of this month. So if no agreement is reached... What happens then is that not only do you have customs checks, which, by the way, are happening anyway between Great Britain and Ireland, uh, but you will have tariffs uh, on the WTO. Uh, and that's going to be a huge imposition for, for, for everybody, really, and, and a huge economic blow to Britain and indeed to Ireland as well. OK, Donna Grab did say Euro keeps moving the goalposts, so it'll probably be this week, but not necessarily. So uh, that would indicate that there is some scope for manoeuvring. Well, I don't agree with Dominic Grab that we keep moving the goalposts. I mean, the, the issues have been 
uh, well set out now since I became Minister for European Affairs. They are obviously uh, the issue of fish, which is obviously a big issue, the issue of the, the access single market and the level playing field and the issue of the governance thereof. They're, they're, they're the issues that are on the table for, for quite some time. Uh, a huge range of other issues have basically been agreed, but nothing will be agreed until, until these issues are agreed. And I don't accept that the goalposts will move at all. I think there's a good negotiation, negotiation uh, happening. Uh, and I think ultimately, in truth, it will depend whether Britain wants a deal or not. And I think they'd be absolutely mad uh, if they're looking at the welfare, the economic welfare and social welfare of their own people. Uh, if, if they were to leave without a deal. But that may well be a matter for themselves and one which we would have no control over. If there is a, a deal this week, will European fishermen, including Irish fishermen, be able to fish 92% of uh, the fish in uh, sovereign British waters? Well, I'm not going to get into the details or, or negotiate on the airways what's happening. I mean, essentially what happens is if Britain leaves without a deal, then Britain obviously takes complete control of their waters and we would have no access to those waters whatsoever. So an agreement... The reason we want an agreement, or one of the reasons we want an agreement, is to protect our coastal fishermen and our coastal fishing communities mm. uh, to make sure uh, that they can be protected as best we can. But the, the original decision is taken by Britain to leave. Now, the problem for Britain has that even if it left without a deal, first of all, a lot of its fishing fleet is foreign-owned already. Mm. Uh, secondly, it doesn't have enough of a fishing fleet to fish all the fish in its waters. Mm. And thirdly, uh, it exports a huge amount of, I think, about half its fish okay. uh, into the European market. So, so my point is that is what's that, on offer? Sorry, I, I said ninety-two. I should have said eighty-two percent. Is that what, what what's on offer? Uh, I'm I'm not getting in. I'm not getting. Okay, in well then, the without getting into percentages, whether it's eighteen percent, as Dominic Rab uh, said yesterday, uh, will, uh, will will it be necessary for Britain to agree for European uh, fishermen to enter into its waters after Brexit if there is to be a trade deal? Oh, absolutely, but that's that's the whole point of the negotiations on fish that, that we would have access to their waters to to to, to a good extent. And There's no possibility of a deal without access. Oh, I would have thought so. Yeah, I mean, should the, mm-hmm. should the, a no deal means no access. So a deal means some access, and I suppose the negotiation is we want to protect our fishing communities. We want to protect, you know, our coastal communities. Does Britain want access to the European single market on a tariff-free basis? I mean, that's by the way, fishing is important, but it's very important in particular areas. But overall, for Britain, its access to the European single market on a tariff-free basis is much more important. Like, I mean, vastly more important. In fact, its, its sheep meat industry is twice as valuable uh, as its fish industry. And that would attract, I think, a 98%. Uh, 98% of that is exported, and there'd be a huge tariff then going, in, going into the European Union. That'd be a huge problem for us. But fishing seems to have, for Britain, um, it's not just an economic thing, which it is for us in certain areas, uh, but it seems to have the vestiges of uh, uh, symbols of sovereignty attached to it. And I think that's a... That's seems to have been a problem in the negotiations, really. Uh, but we want to ensure there's as much access as possible. But it is worth it, because even on their fish, mm. Britain exports about half their fish to, to the European okay. Union. So, so they you, need you, that access, uh, apart from apart from uh, the, the very issue of fish. OK, uh, you don't want to get into percentages, no. uh, Minister, and that's fair enough, and I won't press you on that. But Dominic Rabb was saying if uh, they don't get more than the 18%, uh, there's nothing to talk uh, about. Uh, but uh, if the... Uh, talks break down on fisheries and it results in no deal. Uh, will that mean that there'll be a border, uh, a physical border with customs checkpoints and so on, on this island from the 1st of January? No, no, because what's happened is uh, we've already agreed the, the protocol on the withdrawal agreement. This is what I talk about. I mentioned earlier what's already agreed. What's already agreed is that there will be no border on the island of Ireland. So that's fully agreed and set down. What's happening there is 
that there's an, uh, an implementation committee going on between Europe and, and the United Kingdom uh, on the implementation of that. And while everything won't be ready for the 1st of January that needs to be ready for, 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 for Ireland, I think it's fair to say that the negotiations on that side in terms of the implementation of what the British and the European Union have already agreed has actually gone quite well in the last few weeks and a lot of work has taken place. OK, I'm sorry, I'm, I, maybe my question wasn't clear, Minister. I apologise if that's the case. I'm saying if there's no deal. Uh, well, it doesn't, no, no, if there's no deal, it doesn't affect the situation in Ireland. There, there won't be a border? No. OK, so where will the border between Europe and the United Kingdom be? Well, France, uh, sorry, Calais to Dover and Dublin to Holyhead or Belfast to Larne. There will be a cost. There will be a, a kind of a border between Belfast and Larne, and there certainly will be a border between uh, Dublin and Holyhead. Uh, but there won't be a border on the island of Ireland, no matter what happens. Uh, and all that has to happen there, there are a few details that remain to be worked out, but that will not happen, and that is not possible. And the British have already agreed to that. And as I said, there are there's under the this is under the withdrawal agreement that was agreed last year. Mm. There's already uh, there's already an agreement on that. And what has to happen is that there's a joint committee specialised committee that, that works between Europe and Britain to implement that and as I said work mm. on that has been going quite well separate of the trade. Now having said all that But if everything collapses uh, I mean does the withdrawal agreement not collapse with everything else no, and it's no, no deal well, I mean, and it look, goes I mean, into World Trade Organisation rules Well it will between Britain and the European Union when I, when I say Britain I mean Great Britain mm. the island yeah. and the European Union that won't affect Northern Ireland Northern Ireland is going to be in a unique position actually after Brexit after the transition period ends it'll be, it'll be in the European single market it'll be on a free movement basis on the island of Ireland, uh, but it will also be obviously still part of the United Kingdom un- under law. Uh, so it'll, it'll have the best of many worlds in, in, mm. in some ways. And that sounds like a united uh, Ireland. Does that mean that uh, no deal will result in a united Ireland? Well, look, that's not an issue that we have sort of, you know, it's not an issue for the talks here. But I mean, what, what, what it will mean is that in relation to people moving north and south, in relation to goods moving north and south, there will be no change to what the situation is there before. But there will be other changes, Michael, coming in north and south as a result of Britain leaving the European Union. There are some very simple things, like at the moment, uh, you will be required to have a green insurance card coming driving yeah. as a Northern Irish driver into the south. That's a European Union rule. We hope that will change. But at the moment, it hasn't changed. But there may well be other issues as well. Um, but free movement of people, free movement of goods will apply on the island of Ireland and there will be no hindrance to that whatsoever, no matter what happens with the deal. Now, having said that, uh, I think in terms of the atmospherics and in terms of how we cooperate with Britain uh, on this island, which we obviously have to do, if there's an overall deal, that affects the atmospherics of that. But it doesn't affect the technicalities of how uh, the island of Ireland situation will operate. OK, thanks indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Uh, that's uh, the Minister for European uh, Affairs, Fianna Fáil TD, for me, the East, Thomas Byrne. We'll hear a little bit more of what Dominic Rabb had to say to Sophie Ridge on Sky News yesterday, this time uh, what he was saying about fisheries. It feels like you're still a long way away on fishing, to be frank. One outstanding major bone of contention. It, as if well you look at the, the reports, the UK wants British fishermen to have access to 80% of fish caught in UK waters. The EU thinks it should be 18%. That feels like a big difference. But, but I, think, I, I think it is a, a, a significant difference. And Sophie, do you, does that sound right? 18% of control over fish, fish in our own waters. That can't be right. Do you think that it could collapse over fishing, the deal? I think it's important that the EU understand the point of principle. If they show the pragmatism, the goodwill and the good faith, that in fairness, I think has surrounded the last leg of the talks and certainly we've shown in our flexibility, I think there's a deal to be done. An incredulous sounding Dominic Rabb has speaking to Sky News yesterday. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.